Welcome to the Global Missions Inc. podcast. Today's episode features Robert Persaud. Can you turn to in your Bibles into Isaiah or Isaiah, as some would say, chapter thirty-five. Isaiah chapter thirty-five. The wilderness and the solitary place shall be glad for them, and the desert shall rejoice. And blossom as the rose. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice even with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given unto it and the excellency of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord and the excellency of our God. Strengthen ye the weak hands. And confirm the feeble knees. Say unto them that are of a fearful heart, Be strong, fear not, because your God will come with vengeance, even God with a recompense, and will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then shall the lame leap, the lame man leap as an heart, and the tongue of the dumb sing. For in the wildernesses shall waters break out, and streams in the desert. Hallelujah. And the parched ground shall become a pool and the thirsty and the springs of water and the habitation of dragons where each lay shall be grass with reeds and rich and rushes sorry and an highway shall be there and the way and it shall be called the way of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it, but shall be for those the wayfaring men. Fools shall not err thereon. No lion shall be there, nor any ravenous beast shall go up thereon. And it shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall be there. And the ransom of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with songs and with everlasting joy upon their heads. And they shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. The Lord will bless the reading of his holy word. Can we just pause for a moment of prayer? Heavenly Father, we thank you for your presence. Thank you, Lord, for such a loving God to us. We pray you bless your word to our hearts. 
glorify the precious name of Jesus, and we thank you. Give us listening ears, attentive, and just be in tune with you, Lord. Bless us, we pray. Unite us as one. Bless your word to our hearts. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. Glory to God. So we have had lots of nuggets during the past week. And if we look back to what God is saying, he has just been encouraging us. There are many scriptures, many little nuggets that we can magnify and as we meditate on those, those things that were said, we can allow the Lord through his word to strengthen us. For there is where our strength lies. Now the children of Israel, and I enjoy that song by the children of Israel. They were going through the wilderness, a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. God is leading his people, so they were going through. And the little ones, I just think of, of the kingdom of God. With, with Jesus, he had the children came unto him to be blessed. And Jesus said, suffer the little ones, the children, to come unto me. And forbid them not, for such is the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. In such childlike faith, in such innocence, faith in believing the Lord. So, when we look at the little ones and the song, very impressed to know, to hear some, well, I'm not going to highlight anyone, but to hear, you know, they're just saying the books of the Bible. They're just singing and tears just flowing under the anointing that God honors a child. And I know sometimes we tend to overlook certain things, but God has worked in the lives of children. So we are so grateful and thankful. In the wilderness, the children of Israel had lots of problems. God kept them in the wilderness. He provided for them. But even in God's provision, they complained. They fret. And they began to compare themselves. And they were quarreling with Moses. Have you brought us here in the, in the desert to kill us? And they became so impatient. But what happened was Moses himself went before God. He was discouraged. And I want to encourage all of us that we should encourage every member of the body of Christ. I say to all of us, think of our local elders. Think of our local deacons. Think of some ministries. They need that word of encouragement from you. Even if it's to just pray for them. Let them know that they're on your prayer list and bring them up before God. This was happening, all happening in, in the wilderness. This particular psalm was a very prophetic, this particular chapter here in Isaiah chapter 35 was very prophetic because the children were going through such a difficult time. It was a dry season. It was a part, but they were just happy and glad because of the rains that came 
of the rose that uh, that blossom in an area Sharon, which is on the uh, on the plains of the Mediterranean Sea of Carmel, the beauty of Mount Carmel, very famous, where Elijah got the victory when God slayed the prophets of Baal and glorified his name when doing the impossibilities. And as you go to that particular area, you can see a panoramic view of the Mediterranean Sea and all over Israel, just there. So it was, it was encouraging to the people. And hear what the Lord has mentioned. He also mentioned about the, what he has done to the children of Israel. And, you know, they were taken after from Israel. They've been through lots of trials and difficulties and problems. I think of the year 2022 of this worldwide pandemic and all of the things that people are going through or have been through. It's almost crushing, very discouraging sometimes. But here it is, God would allow us amidst all these things for us to meet, to have a camp. And so he's encouraging us because God is God and he always will be God. There's nothing that can change that. That's the, that's the encouragement that we have to know that our Father knows he knows the way and he knows everything so they were just taken out of israel and taken to uh, into captivity in babylon and i know this is quite it will take a long time to explain everything but taken into into babylon and here it is they were wondering they were thinking about this highway our way of holiness and a highway, that's verse verse 8. And a highway shall be there, and a way it shall be called. This, the way of holiness. It's, it's a way. So it was prophetic that the children of Israel were making their way back from the, the land of captivity after they have been liberated, and they were moving back into Zion, moving back into Israel. So that's a long way, but, and they were just rejoicing to know what God has said in his word, he will fulfill. What God has promised for his people, he will just meet those needs and undertake for them. So this is the case of the children of Israel. And as they were meditating and thinking about this, it was many of them who were held captives. And so the time of freedom came about because Zion Hill was the place of worship. Zion in Jerusalem. They were planning to go back there, to go back to the place where they can worship their God. And so it is when we allow ourselves to be held in captivity for some by our own selves, in captivity of something or the other, we need the deliverance, the freedom that we can go back to worship the Lord from the hills of Zion. Zion. Beautiful Zion. The hills of Zion. So they were just thinking about that. And then it says here, no lion shall be there. The lion is considered the king of the jungle. No lion shall be there. And it said, nor any ravenous beast shall go thereon. It's the highway of holiness. 
It's a pathway we're all called to walk. The, the lions, the king of the jungle will not be there. Neither the law of the jungle will not exist there. There will be holiness. Holiness simply means the character of God. To be holy is to express the character of God. When God made man in the book of um, Genesis, he made man of his own likeness, an image, that spiritual image. He made man. So God has made each one of us. Today, in 2022, it is possible to live holy unto the Lord. It is possible to say no to wrong and yes to right. It is possible, while we are here at this camp, maybe be encouraged, maybe have that resolve to press towards the mark of the price of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Maybe be never to give up. We have heard some wonderful truths from here, you know, and the children of Israel, as they were there in Babylon, and they thought about it. And you know, the, the thing is, they, in Babylon, their captors wanted them to sing the songs of Zion. If you read in Psalm chapter 137, beautiful chapter, it says it, by the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down. Yea, we wept when we remembered Zion. They were in captivity, but their heart was back in Zion, way back there, because that's the center of their worship. They met together, and all that happened to them, it was very devastating. We hang our harps upon the willows, that's verse 2, and the midst thereof. For there shall be for they that carried us away captive required us a song and say, and they that wasted us required us the more, saying, sing us a song of the songs of Zion. And listen to this. Listen to the stand that the, that the children of Israel were taking. How shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? Isn't that a big thing? That's a that's the question. And that's what we are faced with in everyday life, in our job situation, in, in our colleges, in our universities, in our schools, in our homes, with, uh, in our neighborhood and so forth. And they um, want us to sing and to indulge and to compromise the things of God. If I say, but how shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? That's the big question. And if we read on, that the children of Israel stood their ground. God helped them. And I'll tell you what, young people, when you take a stand for the Lord, he will bless you. You might be looked upon with, with differently. You might be going a pathway, it seems that you're alone. But you're not alone, because the Lord is with you. So you should be encouraged. As we listen to some of the messages here, we, we find that God is saying to us, and I'm just going to recap very briefly some of the things, because it's difficult to compress um, everything in 20 minutes. Even if I try, um, humanly, you know, I appreciate what Brother Brian could do certain things that, um, you know. But one of the things that we must realize 
this pathway of holiness that God has called us. Why does a holy God demands, I use the strong word demands on purpose. Why does he demand a holy people? Because a holy God requires a holy people to worship him. Without holiness, which no man shall see the Lord. We will not see. And taking your stand in being, in walking with God, sometimes we are being criticized and laughed at and so on. But don't worry about that. So, i like to mention the word um, We might say, well, we don't have any abilities, right? I often say that. I don't have any ability. But there is an ability that each one of us has. Each one of us. And that ability, it's a bigger word. It's called availability. Availability. So with that, availability is... the. Um, is where God would use. We see it with, um, we see it with Gideon. We see it with all of the prophets of all. One man, one man is a majority with God. One person. If God stands with you, you're okay. The big question is, is God standing with me? If His presence goes with me, that's all we re- require. The presence of the Lord. One is a majority with God, as in the case of Gideon. One. And God took him through those experiences. And finally, you, you talk about numbers, and it came right down to 300. Numbers, big numbers and numbers and so. But God shows that he can move in the minority. One is a majority with God. And sometimes God wants us to just obey him and be strengthened. And always remember, it was said, that the battle is not ours. The battle is the Lord's. Amen? Amen? You know what is ours that we enjoy? The battle is the Lord's, but the victory is ours. So he has taken us through the experience and we can look back and say, Hallelujah! And praise the Lord for that. And so... It's a, um, one of the brethren shared here says, in a learning, in, oh, in, what am I going to say here? In a learning institution, right, we go through the lessons, lessons after lessons, isn't that so? And when you would have completed your lessons, then comes what? The test. With God, it's different. He brings the test. And after the test, we would have learned the lesson. It's quite different. It's the obverse. It's the other way around. So that's how God works with us. There is, the testing time is now. But after the testing time, God will teach us certain lessons in life that will help us. We look at Daniel. He had to make a choice. He had to decide, well, listen, I'm going to make a decision here. I'm going to obey what God wants me to do. And he did exactly that. So, 
we, we look at so many things that he has been through, but he stood his ground. And he wasn't looking at people. He was praying, right? And they found him and they saw him. People were looking at him, maybe knowingly or unknowingly to him. I tell you what, our lives are being watched. Our lives are being observed. We are living epistles. And just living epistles? No, to be read of all men. People in the world especially, people even among Christians, they do not read their Bibles as much. I don't expect a person who don't know the Lord to read their to read their Bible. They read our lives. They look and they see. And that's where in walking on this highway of holiness, we are identified in being examples in that in this regard. We see here that one of the brethren mentioned about removing not the ancient landmark. Remove not the ancient landmark. So as we journey back to our homes, just focus on that. Don't remove the ancient landmark that was set by your fathers, that was set in the beginning, that was set by God's word. Don't try to compromise or try to tweak things around to suit your own purposes. Obey God and he will bless you. And removing that ancient landmark, thank you, Brother Calvin, for explaining that that ancient does not really mean ancient as we think of it. It simply means reoccurring. So we are all ancient, reoccurring. Just some have got have circled the, uh, the sun a few times more than others. But we are all reoccurring. And at the right time, we, uh, we see that those things that God will bless us, keep us and strengthen us. And so, another brother spoke about this app. Young people, do we have the app? Do we have the app? Well, I do have an app called the Bible app. And I would listen to it sometimes. And I listen over and over and over. And I'm grateful for, for that app. But the, the best app, the best app, as Brother Zimmer was pointing out, is knowing what is being plugged into. Knowing the Word of God. That's the best app. And what David encouraged us, you know, why is it necessary for us to know God's Word? Because how can we know the will of God outside of the word of God? It's difficult. God takes his word and explains this by the Holy Spirit what we should do and how we should move and so on. He said in Psalms 119.11, beautiful word. He said, thy word have I hid in my heart. Why? That I might not sin against thee. The word of God is a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our pathway. The word of God. I remember as a child, I I learned that beautiful song. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And so he will use his word to guide us and to show us the way. We, we we learned also from Second Timothy. We were advised to study to show ourselves approved unto God, not unto man, 
but unto God. A workman that needed not to be ashamed. Those are beautiful. Those two words are, you can underline, beautiful words are very deep. Rightly dividing. Rightly dividing the word of truth. And it's only by the Holy Spirit that helps us to divide the word of truth and explain things and how we should walk. Without the word of God, it's a saying, with the word of God we stand. Without the word of God we're bound to fail. It's by God's word. And so if we don't stand for something, we will fall for anything. Amen? So we need to stand for God's word and he will sustain us and keep us. Then we learned when Brother Sanbo was speaking about the unit of society, specifically referring to the, the family, the family. And I'd like to encourage us, those of us especially with young families and so on, as one brother, I'm not sure if it's you, Brother Sanbo, but say, get with the program. Simply, get with God's program. Train up a child in which he, he or she should grow. And when he is old, what happens? He will not depart. Lay the foundation. And so I'd like to encourage the um, parents who are going through the difficulties with your child. Just keep them in prayer. Pray for them. They might, they might stray from the subject, but with prayer, they will not miss the object. They may stray from the subject, but they will not miss the subject. Because your prayer, and as one person would say, the prayer of a mom, the prayer of a dad, prayer does a whole lot. The prayer is able to hook the prodigal in the far country, in his jaw, and reel him in. God knows how. God knows exactly how. So I want to encourage us as parents, do not be discouraged. Just keep praying. I met a man who was um, 82 years when he accepted the Lord. 82. And he's been going to Sunday school from a child. He knew the scriptures, he knew everything, but he did not know the Lord. His mom would tell him about the Lord. And then at 82 years of age, he accepted the Lord. And between the 82 to his 15 years or how much more that he lived, he was on fire for God. He was on fire. And he said... He testified his mom, he had a praying mom. Parents, don't give up. Our duty is not to give up, but to keep praying and keep pressing on. Um, we also learn in the home, we have a tremendous responsibilities there. And we are no more spiritual than we are in our homes. It's pointless for me to come here and to say all of the men, um, you know, you do this and you do that. And I'm at home not being the proper example. So it, that's very important. We heard about the second Adam. And where the first Adam failed and fell, the second Adam prevailed. Hallelujah. That's the realm that we are in right now. So just rejoice and be glad about that and keep pressing on towards this thing. We learned about fasting and praying. And, and we, le- we also learned about our experiences will shape our heart. 
Our experiences will shape our hearts and bring us. God uses the experience of someone and helps to mold them, bring them in, in line. So whatever we are going through, Romans 8.28 still stands. That all things work together for good. To them that love God. To those who are called according to his purpose. Amen? So you just be encouraged about that. Then we also, well I see time is running away. But anyway, we, we learned about Elijah and Elisha. And that was an interesting, across Jordan. You know, the Jordan River does not start actually in Jordan. It started from, uh, that is the Rift Valley piece here. And that Rift Valley, it started from the Sea of Galilee, really. And then it flows right down into Jordan. And then it narrows. And from Jordan, it flows into the Dead Sea. Dead Sea. No, no living thing. So you see, uh, and there we find that the prophet Elijah and Elisha, and he was learning his experiences. And when he, he went across with Elisha, and as he, he went across, he saw, he witnessed, he experienced the mantle thrown into the Jordan. And what happened? It parted. And then, after that experience, just like what we have had in 1948 when we came together and we have learned so many things, but many of our brethren have gone on before, and it's left with us right now, and the mantle is with us right now. And so, Elisha said, he took the mantle, and he was coming back now over Jordan. Having had that experience, that might have built his faith somewhat. But he, as he struck Jordan with that mantle, he asked the big question, where is the God of Elijah? Where is the God of Elijah? I'd like to break this down a little more personal. Where is your God? Where is my God? Where is God? Where is Robert's God? Where is Brian's God? You just put your name in there. Where is your God? And it's time we get serious in walking with God. It's time we build on the things that we have heard. Um, Download the app. Spend more times in prayer. Reading God's word. Studying God's word. Those are times that are investments. Those are spiritual investments that will bring you such a return. Not only for you, but for others around you and your family as well. So... That's what we have learned in, in some of the messages. Then we learned about, um, well, first of all, I'd like to share this, and I'll get with you. It says, God's delays are not God's denials. God's delays are not God's denials. Sometimes we want to why we want hurry. Now, hurry is the mother of mistakes. Hurry is the mother of mistakes. Sometimes God will delay a particular um, situation. And while he's delaying that, he's working on me. He's doing a perfect work. He's causing me to wait on him and that patience being developed. 
So, you know, Brother Richard mentioned something here that we should really look to the Lord and continually believe in. In Luke chapter 4, verse 40, Luke 4, 40, I'm just going to mention that because it was read, but it speaks about Jesus. He laid hands on every one of them, and they were all healed. Every one of them, Jesus laid hand on them. And so we must come to God. That You know, the scripture says this, that he that cometh to God must believe that he is a rewarder of them who diligently seek him and serve him. So that's the place that God is bringing us to as, as, as a body, as members of this body. I love what Brother Phil Amundsen has shared when he mentioned about Jacob. And so he, he, he had mentioned about Elijah and Elisha and so on. And it's something that we need to look over. We, we need to revise. We need to impart in some places, they say, um, especially in South America, they say, manners make it man. Please, thank you. You're welcome. Okay. So i just repeating what Brother Phil had shared. So we need to get back to that. We do not need to be like the people in the world. That's why we're walking on the King's Highway. It's a different people. We have been, I was going to use the word revolutionized, but God has transformed and changed us because he wants us to be holy. That's why he said in the, in the book of Corinthians, I think, <clears throat> he said, come out, come out from among them. Be separated and touch not the unclean thing and I will be your God. You will be my people. That's a promise. And you could take it to the bank, as one brother would say. And if God says something, he means it. And he will bless us for obeying. There's a blessing in obedience to his word. There's not if or but about that. Just obey God's word, it brings the blessing. Appreciate the message shared by Brother Brian Hannigan here uh, on, on um, about the plagues of Israel and uh, about the plagues that... that um, the Egyptian went through, sorry, not Israel. The Egyptian went through plague after plague after plague. It seems like, I don't have to use the word pandemic. Pandemic after pandemic, pandemic, endemic, or, or whatever it is. But walking on this highway of holiness, it's very important. That's why the Lord says in Romans chapter 12, verse 14, Follow peace with all men. And holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. A holy life, a holy walk, a holy people. Outside of that, as one brother would say, it wouldn't cut it, right? A good brother of mine. <laughs> so, you know, so that's why in First Peter chapter 1 verse 16, be holy. And Peter was just repeating what was said before. Be ye holy, for God is holy. A holy God wants a holy people. You know, and even in our worshiping him, there's a beauty and holiness. Psalms 90, 
29.2. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Worshiping the Lord. So that's important. And I'll tell you what. You know, the, the world is so... They are looking to us. And there is so much. I'll tell you a story before we... Not a story, a fact. As you cross over from Guyana over to Brazil... There's a river, the Amazon River, the famous Amazon. And that river joins with the Rio Negro. There's the, the confluence, two rivers coming together. And as the two rivers join, the Amazon River, the water is muddy and murky. Different color from the Rio Negro. That's more, that's a different color. And when the two join together, in one, at that confluence there, you could actually see a line in the water with the two different, because they do not mix. They're, they're two different rivers, two different viscosity, I don't know the word, but whatever it is, they just do not mix. And that is how we should see ourselves, the church. We have to live in this world. Jesus said, you are in the world, but not of the world. We've got to be different, people. And this is what God has called us to. So be encouraged. Be enthused this morning. Be, be enthusiastic about walking with God and walking with Him. And so people from all over the world, that they, that's a tourist attraction by you. They go and take pictures of what? Two bodies of water coming together and it shows the difference. You know, and that speaks, how can a fountain bring forth bitter and sweet at the same time? You see, we cannot mix this thing. We cannot be a Christian today, Sunday, it's glory, hallelujah, and then Monday morning, I'm gone right back to my grumpy old self, (laughs) and I'm fretful, and I'm itchy and touchy, and I'm just not treating people the way. We should realize as God's people that we should resolve to treat one another with the dignity. God has given us that dignity uh, within each one of us because we are members of the body of Christ. We are God's creation. God made us in such a way. So let's walk this way and let's have that respect for each other. Have that love for each other. We're all headed the same way. And let us trust the Lord so that we would be able to walk in his way. I see my time. But I think of that scroll they found in the Dead Sea. And when they broke, there's a jar... They found the scroll in this jar. And they, when they took it out, and they translated because it was written in Hebrew. And when they translated in, in English, it read the words, Take time out of time while time lasts. Making sense? I'll repeat it. In that scroll that was in that jar in the Dead Sea. Here we are. Um, it says, take time out of time while time lasts. And we can apply this simple little quotation.
to our walk with God in our families, our loved ones. I see our time has slipped away. May the Lord bless us, keep us as you go. Let's meditate on the things that you have heard. This has been an enriching week, an empowering week. Spend time and continue to pray. Continue to pray. And if you go right back to our very first meeting, I think the evening meeting, and the Lord spoke about prophecy, never lose. That's a landmark in this move. That's a landmark. Never allow it to just fade away because the prophetic word is live. The prophetic word accomplishes something. Thus said the Lord. It's not man. It's not human. It's we've gone right into the realm of the divine when the anointing and we hear the word of God. And I tell you, thus said the Lord. God is able to change lives. He's able to touch us, strengthen us. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Can we all stand? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm just going to pray for some of us who might be having particular struggles. Don't be discouraged. It's time for you to uh, um, be encouraged and pray. And let's believe the Lord because we are more than one member of the body here. And for those of you on the internet that are listening, we're going to pray for you. Whatever your need is right now, our God is able to meet those needs. He's able to supply uh, um, according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And there is the world's economy cannot equate that. They don't have a figure and a number. Regardless of what they do. So let's pray. And Heavenly Father, we thank you for your people. We thank you, Lord, for those that came here from afar. Those that made the different sacrifices. We pray in the name of Jesus that you bless your people. May the unction of the Holy Spirit, may the anointing of the Holy Ghost just touch our lives, touch our minds, touch our bodies, touch our spirit, touch our souls and quicken us, Lord, that we will not leave this place being the same. Transform our lives, we pray. May the word of God be Come quick, powerful, and effective, Lord. May we walk in your word. Walk in the way of holiness. Obey you, dear Lord. Bless us, we pray. Bless every home. Bless represented here. Bless every husband and every wife. Every mom and dad. Bless the children in a special way. Bless us all, O God. Make God give us a blessing. That make it rich and add it no sorrow. We pray that you bless us in our going out. Bless us in our coming in. Bless us, dear God, in whatever we put forth our hands to do. Yea, Lord, may the blessings of the Lord overtake us. Dear Father, we thank you for your blessings just to help us, dear God, that we may walk, walk the walk and talk the talk and be the people you want us to be. Bless us, O God. Oh, may your blessings just fill us with joy and fill us with the word of God that we can be leaping and we give it that spring in our heels that we can go on rejoicing sing for you, for you have done great things, Lord, whereof we are glad, we are happy. We thank you, Lord. We bless your holy name today. Thank you for what a beautiful camp. Thank you for the fellowship. Thank you for our time together. And in the name of Jesus, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God, may the fellowship of the Holy Ghost rest and be with us now and forevermore. In Jesus' name. And all God's people say, Amen. Can I hear you? Yeah.
Amen and amen. You can be seated. Aren't you excited? Yeah. Wonderful to serve the Lord. Thank you very much. God bless. If you would like more information about the moving of God's Spirit or resources for your spiritual life, please visit our website at www.globalmissionsinc.org.